I'm popping I'm popping ours and stealing cars. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. Are we sure we want to record this one? We we want definitely want to cut that part out. <laughs> oh, but it was so good. You sounded so good, Mike. Um, welcome to friggin' Untitled NBA Pod. You know what it is. I think this is 39, fellas. Ooh. Whoa. And also, I, I don't know if it's going to be 40 or 41, but I think we got another big old guest coming up. Oh, we got a tease. We got a big special Mike, secret you sauce a, guest. Mike, keep, come prepared with the 40th anniversary, what we're supposed to bring. Yes, true. We're going to have to do gifts again. Yep. God, I Let hate, I be, hate this tradition. <laughs> every time it involves me spending like 30 minutes on the internet looking up stuff about like silver spoons or something. And then, yes. tra- and then Sheldon talking about human trafficking. <laughs> it's become nobody, a real nobody wants the pod. That. The, the, the audience love is it. sick of that. The fans are <laughs> loving it. Uh, so keep keep your ears peeled. We'll have we'll have silver anniversary coming up next. But it's 39 now. There's no need Woo-hoo. to exchange gifts. We've come a long way, though. Um, thanks for sticking around, especially if you heard the probably unlistenable <laughs> episode yeah, that last had to week. Be miserable. <laughs> I I ran it back for the first few minutes just to hear, and uh-huh. it, it was confirmed unlistenable. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun though. It's it. fun. It's a fun time. Yeah. I, I would agree. I would agree that I think those are those are both they can both I be true. I freaking lost my first matchup. Sorry, I don't I don't know if you have oh, an agenda, yeah. but I'm let's no let's off. let's keep let's keep fantasy rolling. We we did our draft obviously as as long time listeners know, or even short time. Um, I came back in the last day, won by like forty. Felt very good about it. Mike, you lost a pretty close one, right? It was it was pretty close. Honestly, there were. Parts like throughout the week where there was a much bigger gap, but it ended up being yeah. Uh, I don't I don't know what the final score was, but um. Also, I I don't know. His team is insane too. So sure, sure. And you you have uh? Did you grab Russ? I did grab Russ. I bet on and Russ. How still have him? How has he been fantasy wise? Honestly, the first couple games like not bad. I mean, he's solid. Would you describe like, it as solid like Russ I, did? <laughs> well, I don't know if I, I don't know if I would be in agreement with the with the man himself. But um, I mean, you got to think Russ from a fantasy standpoint, regardless of how he plays in real life on the court, like uh-huh. he is a guy that will get all kinds of numbers on the board. Yes, I think he's a definitely a producer. I would just if he gets into the whatever double double if one of the stats is a turnover like that's that'll take you down a huge notch but i think i i haven't been paying close attention to his turnover stats but i think he's been more manageable than last season partially yeah. because i think they're just playing him less well we can go i mean i'll we can go into if we open up the lakers corner i'll i can expand on that but well, beard what, how you got your fantasy dub as well right oh yeah um my mike you well, no, let me go to mine. I beat Dave, friend of the pod, by 142. Nice. That's probably one of the widest victory margins we had. Pretty solid. Who, who I have are you feeling by this week? Which I'm like, do oh, I yeah, even should I even play? Like, is there a point? Should I even? You technically don't even have to set your lineup. I don't that's what I was wondering. I think I'm yeah, just gonna do it to. anyway, just to track my guys. But in sure. case, do it just in case it comes to like playoff seating or something, and it's like points, total oh, points or true. something. I'm not sure what it's oh, that's yeah, it is, could but be. 
just in That's case. A good point. Beard's out here um, sniping all my all my all the guys off my watch list. Yeah, Beard's <laughs> been great off the waivers. There's several angry customers with feedback for for Beard's quick fingers. Nick dropped Robert Williams the third like right after he drafted yeah. him. I instantly picked him up and put him on the injured reserve slot, and then grabbed the guy I had to drop again. Uh, so I recommend doing that. Long time fantasy a, heads will know. I had a decent pickup because uh, Miles Turner got hurt, and so I picked up Zubots. That's oh, that'll nice. play. So that was not bad. Play. He's uh, he's not the most. I, we've been just blown away by Valanchunas those first couple games. Cause we we watched. Yeah, I think two of the three Pels games. Um, Zubots has flashes of him. He's definitely not the same type of dominance, but and he's got to share the court with a lot. I don't know. Well, they both have good shooters but so fantasy going well and not well for for some of us but the the real thing is actual nba and it's back and we're freaking out about it's it. real we're panicking some of us seeing zion on court get, brings tears of joy to my eye yes. although he did instantly injure himself with a <laughs> contusion um but they're saying it's definitely not major hopefully he'll be back within a game or so um, any big takeaways? I, I my Knicks, I think, are two and one. They almost, they were very close to beating Memphis in overtime. Um, um Jazz are surprisingly three and zero oh, somehow. Yeah, that is bizarre. Everyone thought the Jazz would are still you know, crazy early, but intentional tanking this season, and they're undefeated. Um, Sixers are fully defeated. Still, yeah, same. Yeah, so. and, and unless something happened tonight, uh, Hornets are I think two and one. Okay, go um, on. With without Mello, Mello too. out and, and, and Scary Terry was out for one of the games because he rolled his shit. Pretty pretty impressive. Um, Utah is tied with Houston at the moment, so they may oh so get they their may first drop off their their record right now. As of now, they're undefeated at the time you're we're recording this. Um, I think obviously the hottest story, the the only market anyone <laughs> talks about <laughs> in any type of media. We do have to talk about the Lakers, and I, I'm sure you have some thoughts on it, Mike. Why don't you? Why don't you we'll swing it, it over to our West Coast senior correspondent. <laughs> Philly Mike. did get a win. Philly did get a win. Okay, Philly did win one. Um, God, it's been three games. I feel like I've lived like three seasons in these in these three <laughs> games. Um, and you know what? I wasn't. I really wasn't that stressed until the third game. The first two games, I mean, there's look, there's plenty of stuff to pick apart and to and to um, to kind of be down on. But like the first couple games, I really was not that mad at what I was seeing. I was seeing like if I just if I just focus on the positives, I was seeing Anthony Davis actually be a presence in the paint. I was seeing him put up decent yep. numbers. Um, yeah. I was seeing defense like real defense which is something i haven't seen since the bubble definitely um, especially steals. like crunch time like their fourth quarter defense they got a handful of turnovers and steals i think against the clippers in the game we watched but yeah definitely like true. they're they're playing actual defense which is huge uh compared to like where we've been um sure. you know i've been seeing great obviously great flashes of lebron um and yeah, you know, I, I don't know. It looked like the first couple games, it looked like they were out there playing hard, you know, leaving it on the court. And, um, you know, I wasn't I wasn't that mad at it. 
Now, uh-huh. the parts that are, I, I, I think all of the things that are wrong with it are things that maybe started to show up more in game three. But, uh-huh. my God, this team cannot shoot a, the basketball at all. Just, they cannot shoot. They, like, the statistics are abhorrent like it, it is almost uh, i don't know it reminds me of those like dorktown charts or whatever like where yes you, <laughs> it, which i, I tried did to literally send you one yeah oh you did that's why that's uh-huh. why it reminds me of that and they are off the charts bad and three point and i i think it was specifically today too watching i watched uh most of shannon kind of break down the third game and just hearing uh-huh. him talk about it too like and this was was this was clippers or this was uh this uh, this was a Blazers. Blazers. Oh right. Okay. Dame. Yeah. Time. And this was yeah. I mean, and you know, Dame had a fabulous game and and everything else too. And um, and you know, it's like even even in this game though, they mostly they they hung in there and they hung around. But yes. So you look at three point shooting. That is it is absolutely massive. The the se- the second. I mean, I mean, it's massively the biggest problem for them right yeah. now. If you yeah. look at. Um, another really disappointing stat because I, I, from the eye test, at least when I was you know watching AD, especially the first couple games, I didn't watch this uh, Blazers game, but uh-huh. um, is rebounds like we're just getting slaughtered on the boards, and gotcha. there's really no excuse for that. I mean, like that is you know AD, he like he did put up some decent board numbers, but like uh, opposing centers and power forwards. We're getting like I, I can't remember uh, who who they all were, but like like fourteen, sixteen, eighteen boards, like individual guys, like out, out rebounding. Gosh, that's um, brutal. And you know the rest of the team's not really rebounding <laughs> either. So it you know it's just it's a mix of a lot of things. Like on the one hand, I was excited to see you know hard-nosed defense and like them actually seeming like they wanted to be out there and giving a shit and then on the other hand like they there's not a single guy on that on the court that's i don't even think that's an exaggeration that the lakers have had out there that can consistently shoot the three ball like it just does not exist like lebron's never been a great three-point shooter He, he gets hot sometimes ad's not a good three-point shooter and none of the supporting cast this year are good three-point shooters yes braun real quick braun uh last season uh took the 15th most threes in the league and finished 93rd in three percentage so like his volume was crazy but but again yeah not middle of the pack or maybe below average from three so obviously you want to address those I think the defense and the shooting in the offseason, you traded off a bunch of old guys on, on veteran contracts, but what did you really get for it? You know, he's, the, the defense, is like you said, has been really surprising. But the shooting, which everyone saw from a mile away, is still just not adequate, not, not anywhere near <laughs> acceptable for, like, a playoff yeah. contending team. And, and LeBron's, like, talking about it, too. Like, you know, saying, like, we're not a great sh- – shooting yep. team we're not a team that's filled with shooters and so and, and now too I'm I'm, I'm just I, I don't know what the move is at this point because um, you just have something out there that's just not working like there's no um, and I mean sh- you know Shannon kind of said this too from from today but just like there's there's seemingly no offense being run either uh-huh. um, so 
you know, it's just, it's not a great start. I don't really even know what else to put out there besides that. And unless they, like, I, I don't know what's going to happen with Russ. Um, it seems uh-huh. like Darvin Ham, depending on which kind of media media story you take on it, is uh, kind of cycling between, you know, this, like, hard nose, like, being tough on Russ and then kind of letting up and being like, well, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer, so we should let him do stuff. Right. And then being like, no, like, he's going to sit if I say he's going to sit because I'm, you know, and the head coach. Whichever, so. uh, whichever route you believe would is correct on that the obvious the it goes without saying but the worst one is to shift between that like pick a direction yes, either be critical of him or just shield him from criticism but you can't just be one or the other depending on how what side of the bed you wake up on like that is definitely not a strong you know coaching mindset move starting and, a season off I'm also not gonna go another season where the story is Russell Westbrook. Like it, sure. like I, either yeah. way, like it, like, and even like I, like the first game, opening game, second game, whatever. Like I wasn't that mad. I was like, okay, Russ isn't shooting the ball well, but like you know, that's at this point, like that's par for the course. Like as long as he keeps his turnovers low and he plays defense, which he was, you know, he plays hard. Right. He plays defense. Um, at least he was the first couple games. Like, and then you know, I think it was the last game that he went whatever 0 for 11 and um and that's you know if he's not going to shoot the ball well that's fine just shoot less the problem is russ is never gonna shoot less Uh um but if he could you know keep his turnovers down and just and and play defense and you know right so i i I don't know we've got uh braun is going to be braun i'm not worried about that he's still going to jack up yeah high volume of threes but whatever Uh um he's still going to be our our general and our our commander-in-chief um, AD is going to be a, a presence. I actually was really heartened by the fact that he took a really gnarly fall against the Clippers. Um, and he, I, I was like, I thought, I, I thought we wouldn't see him again for everyone for collectively <laughs> held their breath. Everyone yeah. in, the, in the arena, everyone at home was just like, is this really all we're going to get? Is this going to be and, a half season long? Injury? And to be fair, like he, he did, he did take a pretty nasty fall. Yes. For a, yeah, from, for sure. For a guy that size from that height. But he got up, he like put heat on it, he stretched it out and he got back on the court. And I was like, I've never seen that. That was before. surprising. <laughs> it was, was a miracle. Very surprising. Yeah. So so that was that was great. Uh, you know, so there was like little glimpses of things that I was really heartened by. And then sure. you know, there's the 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 zooming out, the ten thousand foot view is like, my God, I just don't know if we've put the correct ingredients into this recipe. Sure. Yeah. And again, it's 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 got to be frustrating when like the problems that are happening to your team in real time are problems that people called what ninety days ago and counting. Yeah. Like it's 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 one thing to go, you know, surprise injury screwed us, or like we thought we had a perfect setup going and we're finding all these new flaws in it. But when it was just like, yeah, we'll we'll think about that later. <laughs> we'll address that when it's too late. It's got to be it's like- just brutal. How do you not know, like, when you're assembling a squad, like, how do you not know until now that this team can't shoot? A modern like, NBA team without perimeter scoring, it, it's just, it, it's like it doesn't, the 90s that's not a basketball thing. without a big man, without, like, post moves in the, in the 80s and 90s. Like, it's just. It's just, like, does not, that does not exist. So I, I, I don't know if, if these are, like, 
I, I don't know if there's statistics that they were looking at that you know said in in previous games or whatever that like uh or in the preseason that guys could actually shoot the ball better than they're shooting it now and this is just kind of a statistical like where, where we're at the first few games but man it does not look promising and i, I don't know I, I don't even know how you begin to move the chess pieces around to sure. get actual shooters out there yes it's it's the you're in the dark and the way out is is very unclear <laughs> like even where to start you know that but is rough. you know lebron looks phenomenal yes I mean, for sure he, still yamming at freaking 45 absolutely years old. absolutely uh, you know, driving the ball, uh, s- slamming at home, playing defense, chase down blocks, like everything. Love to see it. For AD's sure. on the court, which is incredible. Yep, um, still standing. And, and being being a presence, like he's being a presence, we're still getting out-rebounded, but he's putting up decent numbers, and we're playing sure. defense. So those are three great things if we can actually get people out there that can consistently, uh, you know, make – put the ball in the basket at a high field goal percentage which sure. is you know most of the game if we could do that though then we'd ha- we might have a complete team so I-, I don't know at this point it just feels like we're shifting around um one problem for another like we're just we're just trading problems around um, sure sure so i don't well, know it's not if, looking good if push comes to shove if you get too depressed there's always a much better team in the literal basement <laughs> You can you can jump ship. No one will blame you. <laughs> and let me tell you, let me tell you about that basement team, okay? Uh huh. Um, they they actually are looking pretty damn good. Bro, Kawhi coming off the bench. <laughs> People were saying Kawhi six man of the year. Like, could you imagine oh if they God. kept him? If they kept him as a six man the entire season, they that, they look deep. They look impressive. Paul George looks like so much better than I had feared he would after his injury. Like, So yeah. I'm still – I'm out of principle and out of experience. I'm not going to get on this Clippers train until they've they've proved themselves more. But, my sure. God, I mean, they, they look like – they look like, you know, those um, uh, Calipari teams at Kentucky where they've just got – they've got oh, 10 yeah. guys that are all, uh, you know – all American recruits, recruits or whatever right, five star recruits, right. and they literally he just swaps them out five at a time, so they just play two teams. <laughs> That's what the Clippers look like. That's they've got beautiful. like they've got like two to three just full basketball teams of like yeah. like the depth is real and it is frightening. Yes, a hundred percent. I I do. There was a little part of me both times we watched the Clippers game, just going like, damn. I would love to see Pat Bev with this unit. <laughs> he's just mm-hmm. such a fun, and I, I, I think probably the majority of people hate Pat Bev unless he's like on your team. He's one of those guys, but like, oof, the way he would have been cooking with with uh, PG, and I don't know. I, I just, yeah, I miss him, and I, I hope that for for the Lakers' sake, they get a lot of, of fun out of Pat Bev. We didn't really oh, touch I, on him dude. much, but. I love hearing him mic'd up so far, yes, like hearing yes, him yeah. mic'd up on the court, seeing him play defense, really getting up in people's grills. Like that's what Lakers defense needs. Yes. I'm not stoked at how much he's shooting the ball. In fact, I don't even know right. who told him to shoot For the sure. ball. That's happening way too much. It's bizarre um, and a very unexpected. Like, but I think like the, he's not you, even known as a guy that that takes that many shots. Right. So I don't know where the, I don't know where this. Maybe he's just looking at this, being like, "This is so bad. Like yeah. I've got to do something." Yeah, like that I is don't know. funny. I could see that in Pat Bev brain, just going like, 
well, our three-point shooting sucks. I guess I'm the marksman now. <laughs> yeah, but, Jesus. Uh, I mean, speaking of uh, speaking of him being mic'd up, the, the, the way he was, like, educating AD on, like, I can't remember if it was talking on defense or, or like, it was some sort of communication thing where he's like, we will be able to communicate a lot better, whatever this thing is. I, it struck me that he's kind of like, he talks like a veteran coaching like yeah. like a veteran locker room presence when he has no reason to like for guys who are way better than him and not that much younger than him but it's like that sheer confidence to go like look you can take this advice or leave it but i'm dishing out advice to anybody you know um, yeah I, I i love it I, I love getting this like up close uh lakers view of of pat bev i i think the energy's great the chatter's great anytime you've got a guy that is going to play with that much energy and ferocity especially on the defensive end of the floor and then also just keep that uh, you know keep the banter and keep the chatter up like that's I, I, I yeah. love to see it so I'm, I'm pretty happy with Pat Bev I wish he would stop shooting the basketball but other <laughs> than that like he's it's, it's pretty cool to see yeah absolutely um, other highlights I think obviously a big question on everyone's mind was how would Ben Simmons return uh, will he be true to form? Will he take shots? Will he, you know, whatever? I think um, overall, I think defensively he looked competent, but I'm really worried that he either did nothing in the offseason to address his <laughs> bad shooting or just like, I don't know. It's hard to get in his mind, but the stat I have is uh, his first game, debut game, he fouled out a minute into the fourth quarter and he was four points, five boards, five assists, and six fouls. So his highest stat was fouls. Yeah, not, fouled out. not ideal. I believe he was a plus 26 on the court, though, which is, you know, good good on you for the intangible kind of stuff. I don't know. But uh, did, did anyone catch anything from him, anything jump out in terms of Bean Simmons? Nah. I mean, still, still the same old guy. You know, I, I would say I also don't and, and I don't know what it's like, you know, inside of Ben Simmons head right now, too. But, you know, I love seeing him play defense. I love seeing him rack up his assists and and, and boards uh, in the stat sheet. I think, you know, he he's known as a guy that's going to do that. And I think he'll continue to do that throughout the season. Um, I don't really want the storyline to be come, you know, uh, Ben Simmons is like too timid and can't shoot and it's a disaster and all this stuff, whatever. Like I, I don't exactly know how he climbs out of that space uh -huh. right now, because that, if you look at this, you know, I, I don't know the stat lines um, as well yeah, outside of the first game. But if you look at, you know, the shooting so far, it's like that, that is kind of the story that people are going to tell. And right. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's been enough time to let that really be the story. And also like, definitely not. If he like you, obviously you, you, you can't be a guy, no matter who you are on an NBA squad, you can't be a guy that the defense is going to just like literally back away from when you have the ball. Cause yes, they're just like, right. Hey, statistics don't even statistically, statistically it is more beneficial for me to try to grab a rebound right now than it would be to allow you to chance to make this shot. So like that, that has to be addressed like you you have to be at least a credible threat like yes. even if the numbers aren't aren't there um so i don't know i hope he starts getting more shots up um 
And I'm for sure, you know, if he if he if he's a guy that stays in, you know, even if he can get you, I don't know, ten points a night, and then keep his keep his assists and his rebounds um, up and and play play well on the defensive end, like I think that's probably enough. Like yes, definitely. I, I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh, with with Kyrie and KD out there, that would be more than enough. I think you know. Yeah, exactly. But I think the big thing you are you hit the nail on the head is like. You don't even have to sh- – your volume of shots doesn't have to be that high, but they have to be high enough or you have to be a decent enough shooter that people are actually going to close out on you and create space on the floor. Like, yes, you, that, that That is really his only job in the next, uh, you know, coming months or whatever as they get into the rhythm. Um, um, he just fouled out in the game tonight with four minutes left in the game. Simmons <laughs> wow. again. Didn't yeah. seem to miss- I mean, oh, let's let's give him the benefit of the doubt and just chalk it up to hard defense and not, you know, whatever. Like, uh, there's certain guys you got to defend that you're just gonna you're gonna get into foul trouble if you're doing it right. But um, yeah, obviously, still kind of a big question mark there. Um, other uh, what are other things that jumped out at people the, so far? I think Zion has like looked so good. Zion just made me so happy to see again. Same with Dame. Seeing the old faces yeah. was was the big takeaway I think from me Honestly, this week. Kawhi, to seeing Kawhi yes, square up with sure. LeBron, like so sick, so speaking sick. Of, um, speaking of Dame, so remember that Suns game with uh, coming down to the line. I think Aiton was at the line, like yes. two point game to tie it. Missed them both. Uh-huh. Um, Dame apparently asked him, "Have you ever been in this situation before?" And he went, he said, "This is a, a, a Dame quote." I just asked him, "Have you ever been in this situation before?" I wanted to think about it a little bit, Holy and then when he ignored shit. me, I felt like he was Is thinking that about what it. He said? <laughs> wow, dude, that's Cause awesome! I, I saw him talk. Like everybody saw him talking because the right. announcers yeah. even said something about him talking to eight and going up to the line. But if that's what he said, that's psycho. That's, I love that. Uh, that's so that's funny. So I was sick. just watching a uh, Scotty Pippen stories kind of highlights on YouTube today. Very similar thing, although this was the playoffs where Carl Malone's. Uh, taking two free throws, either to tie or win or playoff game. Very oh, yeah. important. And Scotty Scott, leaned over him and said, like, I guess the mailman doesn't deliver on Sundays. <laughs> and then he bricked oh two God. free throws and they, they won the game. It's like, wow. Just being able to lean into someone and confidently, like, do a mind fuck right there is honestly the sign of, like, an elite player. Yeah. You know, that's that's not really basketball related. It's just, like, the psycho that it takes to to win no matter what. Wow, I love that. What That's a great, <laughs> what a great story. Um. Also, did you guys see the picture of uh, Book Knight fucking just passed out? Book Knight with the with yeah. The they, gun they, there's and a the picture Cheetos of Cheetos or whatever. Yeah, that was in the, brutal. In the, the I guess driver's seat, passed out Glock and but legal Glock. So that apparently. was clutch because I was gonna say he didn't miss any games or anything, which is good i guess yeah um we'll um, spider has not missed a single beat he didn't even look like yeah. he knew <laughs> that he that he flew to cleveland like he's oh, absolutely oh. going ridiculous definitely i got two quick ones kind of laker lakers related one and then one one's a positive note but we'll start negative so through the th- first three games opponents are contesting jump shots by russ only 41.2% of the time. <laughs> this stat tracker goes back to 2013-2014. Uh, wow. 
Only two other times has it been below 50%. Joakim Noah, <laughs> notoriously bad shooter. Wow. And Andre oh, Roberson. Man. Wow. No one this season is under 60%, except for, so he's except for 20, Russ. He's 15, 20 points below what most yeah. people will close out on or, or defend. So they're just letting him take these shots, yeah. and he's still eight percent and whatever else he is and I, then the next thing oh yeah. what did you have something i just to that point though i do think naturally you would go well if people aren't closing out on you you have every chance in the world to get your shot percentage up mm. but i do think that's a mind fuck in yeah. its own to go like i'm already in my own head and now everyone in the league knows <laughs> it and they're just letting me break these uncontested that it's not a recipe for that's, like get, starting to make open looks. That's tough. Jr. Jr. needs a hand in his face. Uh, I, that's wild. Well, it's like um, okay, I, I I feel like the I don't know what the breaking point here is because he, he's a guy that like you know by all measures is going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, and so far he's he's shown that he is not willing to do or change anything like he he will not change or modify right. his play styles so and i don't know what you know what darvin ham's gonna gonna have to say about it like as the season progresses but it just is like i i don't know it's like uh just uh in just continuing to bash your head against a brick wall it's like yeah. What, what, is the wall gonna give, or is somebody's head gonna fall off? Like, yeah. some something's something's gotta change because either something's gonna have to change in Russ that makes him realize I am not 24 years old. Yeah. I need to modify the way that I'm playing in order to try to win ball games. Right. Which, to be frank, like I I, I just don't think that's gonna happen based sure. on his behavior and and how he's how he's approached the last season um and not that it's been you know I, I think in some ways the the media too has been overly brutal um on, on the whole rust story but also he's met that that brutality with uh just in a, in a godlike stubbornness just yes yeah absolutely refusing to acknowledge or take you know any kind of criticism or modify or change anything about what he's doing um so you know i I don't know. You think at some point, like, all right, I'm not making these shots. Like, I either need to create space, I need to dish the ball more, or I need to go drive into the, la the lane and you know pick up a couple fouls or something. But right, like, I, I don't know. I don't. Something's something has got to give, and I, I feel like the longer this goes on, like the the more dramatic and like ridiculous whatever the giving part is going to be. Sure. I uh, you brought up the media. Did you see him? Um essentially blaming not necessarily blaming ham but saying the reason i had a hamstring injury in the last game of preseason was oh, because yeah. i came off the bench he's like i've been doing the yeah. same thing i do my entire career but then you make me come off the bench and then i got hurt and it's like your hamstring injury was non-existent like by game one like two days later <laughs> it's like yeah, so funny nonsense. to just go yeah and he didn't get uh, he didn't get hurt i mean it's like this is it's like having this I don't know, like the star player on your varsity basketball team or something, like get in trouble with it. It's just like it's so silly. It's so like yeah. high school, like whatever. Him being like, oh well, actually I didn't play well off the bench because you made me. It threw off my like warm up routine, right? And now I pull the hand. It's like, dude, that's not real. It's like bizarre to see that at this, at this level of play at the at the like, like highest echelon. <laughs> 
I know it's just so it's so um I, I don't know like juvenile it's it's weird it's weird and it's happening it can't be made better by the fact that it's happening in like the most uh I, I don't the the microscope is just completely trained on the whole LA like media sports ecosystem sure. like you yeah. can't you know it, it's I, I don't know. Dude. They're only going to make everything worse. The, all, yes, the, the media 100%. and the team are going to bring out the worst in each other. You know, like, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a toxic it's, relationship. It's a beautiful environment here. <laughs> it's really a healthy environment. We love we love Laker ball. Did, Beard, did you you said you had an optimistic side of the of the Lakers? Yeah, I also found another negative. <laughs> well, let's throw that one out there. We'll too. go two, two, two to one. <laughs> The Lakers, it starts off saying the Lakers are so bad, but the Lakers are so bad that if LeBron or AD get injured, the Pelicans could conceivably end up making a playoff run and land, land Victor. At the same time. Wow. Because the Anthony Davis pick swap. Wow. No. Oh, yeah. Could you no imagine way. losing yeah, so if, if they If the, the Lakers <laughs> absolutely fall apart. The Pelicans couldn't make the playoffs and get, and get the like greatest freaking unicorn in a decade. That's brutal. So I'm trying to speak that into the universe. Yeah. Well, I'm, I I'm don't like know that. that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll half speak it. Um. Yeah. So uh, obviously we were we were heavy on the Lakers today, but I think all three of us have probably seen a lot of Laker games. Just. Whether it's fandom or like watching a car crash, <laughs> or uh, well, it's it's also not like they had an easy start to their very you know, true to their yeah. season. Like it's they, because they they're really it's because the market it. is so big that you have to put them up against other big market teams. And besides the Knicks, like every big market team is good and will will <laughs> give you a run for your money. Um, and again, we should have beat the Blazers though. At the, at a bare yes. minimum, we should have beat the Blazers. Sure. And and there were there were times where, like like I said that like fourth quarter like five ten minutes left in the fourth quarter of that defense and those steals and turnovers against the Warriors opening night like it looked like oh my God they're crawling they're clawing their way back into this, um, but again if you just don't have the offensive output to match you you can't you can't make those things happen, okay but a lot of Laker talk we got um. We got we got deep in the mind of <laughs> we got deep in Mike's psyche, and we're happy yeah. to do it. Happy Any do anything it. Uh, on your guys' mind in the in the coming weeks? I haven't really looked at any of the big matchups, but uh, um, I'm trying to see a Luca game. I haven't watched the Mavericks yet or the Cavs. I'm trying to see Spider and definitely Luka. want to see Mavs. Um, nothing else though. I do have another uh, another fun little Laker thing if we want to get to that. But yeah, let's do it. This one's fun. We'll just make this ep Laker themed. This one's fun. This is the last Laker episode of all time, but <laughs> this one's fun here. Mike, okay. you'll love this. Lakers were up 98-90 to 90 when Westbrook checked back in. On the in Por- Trailblazers? Portland then goes on a 16-6 run to win the game. Good Lord. <laughs> yeah, I, I knew that stat, unfortunately. Oh, that's <laughs> brutal. God, man, it's just... Well, while we're mm. while we're on the subject, I do want to throw in as well. I believe this was at the end of Portland. I believe this was uh, current and not after two games. I think it's after three. Um, Russ is one of twelve, one four twelve from three. P- 
Pat Bev has three made baskets so far and 12 fouls. And Kendrick Nunn is has a minus 44 in 44 minutes of playing time. Um, oh, so that's God. those are your perimeter scorers. <laughs> those are your shooters. Um, yeah, you know. And it's, I, it's like I'm just starting to think, too, because now it's like I, I feel like I need to go into like a beautiful mind like to and just <laughs> sort of like weigh out all these like I'm going to get out the whatever. I'm also going to get out. I'm mixing metaphors here, but I'm going to get out the yarn and the tacks and stuff and string it all over my apartment trying to <laughs> trying to put this together. But like I, I think there is so much money, so many egos and such a in unignorable that's not a word i don't think but you know what i mean uh amount of history yeah at play that like that that not nothing is going to be resolved by right, that right like, they have to like the front office has to play him because they're paying him 47 million dollars yeah he uh, has I, I guess a mind where he's still 25 years old and um like it, it's just it's just unresolvable i think the the skip thing the which i thought was initially ludicrous but horrifyingly is seeming more and more common sense was just pay him his 47 million and then cut him <laughs> just like don't play Russ. yeah i mean and when you bring up that been, stat of choking choking to portland like yeah what what happens with that lead if he's if he doesn't come back out on the court you know, God but forbid like, you get it, another adequate player for him. But even if he's just not available, like maybe you hold on to that. Why can't you just gracefully start like accept your like? I think the thing that is bugging me about it so much now, even after you know a year plus of this, is the, like the cognitive dissonance that, of just yes, thinking you're yeah, still like, an yeah. Iron Man, triple double a season it, kind of guy. Just, just gracefully accept that like as you play as you age the game changes around yeah. you and you change like that is normal and it's okay like not everybody like lebron is an absolute freak like he there's no that that is like maybe the only time in history where you're going to see that like he does have, most he has people, the worst example in human history of right in front of him while like while his mindset and everyone around him is going hey maybe phase it that, tone yeah, it down a little bit while true. Bron is just a living example of going like well he can do it why can't I it's like well no one is yes. LeBron especially you. right that's can't be helping for sure but but I think man, like just... you said I I think that would be great but I think we've clearly seen enough game footage and enough seasons of him not doing it I think you just got to force it. This is where coaching and front office stuff comes in. It just goes, you look, you're coming off the bench for the next week. And if, if that makes us a better team, then you're going to fucking stay there. You know, like, yeah, you sometimes yep. when, when a, when a player, and this doesn't really happen often. I think most guys in the league now sort of tend to age gracefully or sort of respect when the new guys come in and it's like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm a role player now. Like I'm a bench guy now. Like I'm, I'm going to fire up the second squad. He's not going to do that on his own. So you just got to make him do it. <laughs> like that's literally why you're a coach and you, you're in charge of substitutions and stuff. Yeah. I, I think I'm at the point now where like, maybe that's, maybe that's what we want to see is just like, you know, like lit literally just be like, we are going to do this. And if it makes our team better, then that is what yes. your role will be. Yes. And if you have a problem with it, then don't show up to work. 
here's here's you know? my this is my uh, my uh, hypothetical for how you get how you get Russ to agree with this. You do it with each player on the roster for one night. So you go, okay, LeBron, you're coming off the bench tonight. We'll see if our team does better. And then you just keep eating shit until it's Russ's turn. And then, and then you like win by 30 and you're like, okay, Russ, I guess, I guess this like, is the way we have to do it you know, now. Hey, it's like, we, we didn't, we didn't, this is just how it happened. Like it was just the system. Like, I don't know what to tell you. You know, our, my hands are tied. I love it. I, I really want that to happen. That's brilliant. Oh man. Oh, well, we're we're about out of time. Do we have uh, anything else? Anyone's got a uh, any closing thoughts here for this big old thirty nine app? No, that's it. It's very Lakers dominant. So sorry to all the non Laker fans out there. It really, I mean, it really has been the story, whether we like it or not. And part of that is just you know that's what Skip and Shannon do. That's what the media likes to talk about. But I think we did our job, even though it was it was very Lakers heavy. Um, Next week, it's going to be all Knicks all the time, baby. I just got to give a quick <laughs> to bing bottom. bong to everybody. Knicks hour. <laughs> Don. Oh, I love it. Well, we will uh, see you next time. Yeah.